his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Obviously, we've been watching the situation that unfolded yesterday. Uh, quite shocking at the end of that Chiefs victory parade in Kansas City. Um, one person is dead, and up to 22 other people were shot, is what we're hearing today. I did see another report that said eight of those are suffering life threatening injuries. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there were a popular DJ uh, from a radio station. Uh, because the radio station themselves put out uh, word that she was killed in that gunfire. Right. So um, her name is Lisa Lopez Galvin, a DJ for Kansas City's KKFI. Uh, the statement uh, from uh, the workplace was, the senseless act has taken a beautiful person from her family and this KC community. So we do have a number of people being treated for gunshot wounds. We understand that there are three people in custody. I did see one headline. I mean, I did not see any other, so I'm trying to find it. One headline, I believe it was CBS News, that said they don't believe it was targeted or terrorism. But that's the only place that I had seen uh, that. As a yesterday afternoon, I, I had heard uh, somebody say that they're saying right now they don't believe this is a coordinated terrorist plot of any kind. Uh, they weren't as quick to say it wasn't some sort of other kind of thing, but it sounds more and more like it's just people started fighting. It's absurd. Like, it's... I don't know. Even that, like... When they had... I mean, we yesterday, uh, Rob O'Donnell was down in the afternoon, and he was talking about seeing the magazine, which held uh, a very high capacity and uh, amount of bullets. Again, um, you know, if you're having a weapon that can fire that many shots seems very different than just, you know, two people or three people fighting over something and all these people getting injured in the crossfire. Who knows? I mean, we don't know the full extent uh, today. So we're still trying to find out what had happened. There were some brave guys uh, who were at uh, the event who chased down one of the sp- the suspects and tackled him. Right. Uh, so, uh, and it wasn't an easy tackle because on top of tackling the guy, like the guy dropped his weapon while I guess being tackled and then he was fighting obviously on on, so the other good Samaritans came in and piled on top of this dude just to try to keep him held down until the police got there so uh, it was just a a senseless act of violence and uh, we have a number of people that are being treated and as we said I did see one report that said there could be eight that have life-threatening injuries. I believe two of them have been listed in critical condition, but um, and a bunch of children as well. Uh, it's like I, 
whether it's what happened in that church in Texas or, you know, put it this way. I was listening to just different news clips this morning. It's something I do almost every morning. Um, and I'm listening to clips just on this service we had. I think ABC News puts out all these clips. And I'm going through these, like, testimonials from different people. Oh, it was scary. Oh, this, that. And then I get to another kid who goes, you know, it's some kid who goes, yeah, it was just crazy. Shooting started. And, and then something else that didn't make sense. And I went back, and the, the kid that was mixed in the middle was from some sort of shooting in Atlanta. And I'm oh, like, God. oh, man, like it's you can't tell them apart. And it's not even shocking to some people. We, you know, earlier this morning, we heard uh, a couple of people who were there going, look, it's a big crowd. And, you know, it's not that we expect these things to happen, but, you know, it's Kansas City. Right. It's like, what? What? It's that, a huge amount of police officers there. Yeah, like 800 heard, officers. Hundreds and hundreds. Yes. And of course, the FBI is there. And that's pretty standard. Anytime, yeah. you know, you've got the FBI uh, on hand for a huge gathering like that. Um, I'm looking at an ABC News story here. Three suspects detained, at least one firearm recovered. Um, and investigating into the shooting is ongoing. The motive is unclear. Multiple law enforcement sources told ABC News there was no evidence pointing to terrorism thus far. And the local police department would remain the lead agency in the investigation for now. So, again, what was the reason behind the gunfire? This came out at the very end, right after, I guess, the players were talking about going for a third, you know, title. So, yeah. um, yeah. it, we, who knows? I mean, it's just uh, tragic and sad. And look, there's uh, cameras all over the place, all over the place. So they're going to be sifting through. They're going right. to be able to see these suspects, where they were, who they talked to, um, their movements all the way through this thing. So we will get to the bottom of it eventually. Just another another exactly story. Happened. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I always think back to a good friend of mine who's an employee of mine. We kept in touch over the years. He went off and uh, he was got this big job. And like it was probably like maybe a month, maybe two months. I think it was only a couple of weeks, though, whatever. He, he started his new job and all of a sudden in his backyard, right outside of his station in Hartford, Connecticut, was the school shooting. Sandy Hook. So, and he's like, you know, you see these, and when they happen, like, you just go, oh, that's there. But when it happens in your backyard, it's so different. And you just, it's like, I feel like now it's just like a clock ticking. You don't know. You don't know when it's going to happen here, but mm -hmm. does it seem like it's not? Does, does anyone feel like, oh, no, no, we're, we're not going to have that happen? You can't think like that. Of course, you're going to pay attention because who knows what's going to happen? Where? It could happen anywhere. And that just, right. it, it makes me, it, it infuriates me that we've gotten to this point. Here's a text message someone sent us earlier. Um, how many good guys with guns were there? I heard over 600. They're right. talking about police. There were 800 police. Again, one bad guy with a gun caused death, injury, and terror. This is why we need reasonable gun control laws. So that was a text we got earlier today. Um, also, I, I, I was thinking about the good guys with the guns, civilians who may have been in that crowd. Right. Yeah. Um, in a crowd like that, because at first people were saying, oh, we saw more than two people arrested. We saw, you know, numerous people arrested. Yeah. And you think, OK, if you have a concealed weapon and you're in a situation like that, right, you might pull it out to try to defend it. What if you're all of a sudden thought to be the shooter? That's the number one thing I always worry about. That's the one thing that would probably at first kind of give you pause right but i you know i'm I, and i'm not saying that there shouldn't be anybody there with one i'm just saying that in a crowd like that things could get really crazy 
you know, when there's confusion as to well, sure, like, I mean, who's doing what. If it's like the movies where it's uh, some bad guy comes in, he's wearing a ski mask and he starts shooting uh, old ladies and children. Yeah, it's pretty clear he's the bad guy. But when there's chaos surrounding you, it's hard, a little harder to tell. Right. Like, the concept, I, I think, is great that someone's going to swoop in and save you. But that person could also be perceived quickly uh, in the moment as also part of the problem. And mm-hmm. where does it stop? But- we did see where brave people did yeah. chase down one of the uh, alleged gunmen. And look, the police did an awesome job of responding rather quickly. You have all these people running one way, and here they are running right towards uh, the source of what's going on. So as soon as we get any more information as to what happened, uh, we will pass it along to you. But um, that's uh, that's kind of what we know at this uh, point. One person dead. And there were 22 others that had yeah. uh, gunshot wounds. Um, tomorrow, just a heads up for folks, tomorrow at 9 a.m., Scranton is going to test their flood sirens, I guess, in the morning, 9 o'clock. Just beware of that. So if you hear them go off, this is only a test. We just want to kind of give you a heads up because and we have enough scary stuff that you see, right, that happens. And uh, yeah. you just don't want people to panic so um they are letting people know tomorrow 9 a.m a test of the uh flood i guess siren that is in scranton so you'll be all right it's uh, a little jarring if you don't know but you know it's yeah good i guess right. it's good to get that message out so people don't go what's going yeah. on yeah it's gonna get be a heads up. Yeah. um there's a completely different note one about resting and relaxation um there's a story on wnep about the hunting and fishing licenses, the numbers are down in Pennsylvania. Uh, there was an annual report to the State Senate Game and Fisheries Committee last week. Right. Uh, new data indicates that fishing and hunting license sales are down from previous years. <clears throat> now, there was uh, 790,000 fishing licenses sold, um, nearly 845,000 hunting license in the last uh, year. They're down compared to the level seen during the COVID pandemic. Uh, licenses went up and uh, fishing licenses in 2020 peaked at more than $934,000. I'm going to guess that a lot of people, right, having some downtime, being working from home, whatever. People like really were looking for things to do in recreation because... sure. There was a lot of stuff that, you know, wasn't happening, Um, but they're decreasing trends. And it's not just Pennsylvania. Other states are seeing it now. Officials are trying to look at the bright side because they're still saying, look, they may be down because they were up during the pandemic, but um, they're still over the 2019 pre-pandemic numbers. So, um, you know, you hear more about people in younger people who love hiking, camping, you know, all these kayaking biking you know activities more than ever before so um but i think that's more along the lines of you know leisure activities or exercise as opposed to you know certainly hunting that's something that's usually passed down through generations sure and that has been uh, challenging for the game commission but they have changed some of the dates and you know they made uh the the, the antlerless season start earlier remember yeah, it used they to be made the changes, Monday right? after thanksgiving yeah uh, so they do say that they feel they feel good about numbers, even though some of them went down still from the pre-pandemic numbers. They say that things there, aren't that bad. It is. It is wild. Like I never would have expected that. Just in general, it seems like certain people lost their passion for whatever their passion was. Just a little bit. You see, like when being locked up, they weren't so excited to get back out, whether it was traveling, whether it was hunting, whether it was. Uh, I don't know, playing softball. With, like so I, I know people who go, yeah, it just kind of stopped. 
Just and I don't I didn't expect that after you know right. the pandemic and the lockdowns and all that. But it seems like that's well, because they got back out in the world doing stuff. So maybe they just got busy again. I didn't that, realize that, yeah. that Pennsylvania is second to Texas in the entire country for the number of hunters in the state. I know we had a lot, but whoa, well, that's a lot of hunters. Um, so hey, um, the numbers are a little bit down. Did you guys uh, change? your uh hunting i know the diehards my husband and my son they hunt every year that's just a given they'll get the fishing they'll do all that um but i just wonder for those of you that maybe go in and out of it did anything change for you where you did hunt and or fish and then you didn't get a license after that or or the opposite or maybe you weren't and you have more interest now because some of the rules have changed. It'd be interesting to hear what you have to say. 570-883-0098. You can call or text. How was your Valentine's Day, folks? Uh, looking at some of the numbers here, I'm not surprised at all, but 75% of red roses sold at Walmart sold at the last minute. February 13th and 14th. <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> it's, also, fun to wa- it's fun to watch the people come in scrambling late going, I don't know if I have anything for my... And then they just look sad. Well, the point it. is, is it really late? Because I, I stopped in. I told you, I stopped at the Bernie Plaza. I went into Dunmore Candy Kitchen. Then I ran over to ShopRite. I was looking for a card and a couple of things just grocery-wise. And they had a an abundance of flowers and chocolates and stuffed animals and again like a lot of them so it's not like you're running in and it's slim pickings but um it, a lot for the last two years they say sure. half of all spending on valentine's day flower candy and cards occurred between february 11th and february 14th and they always peak on the day itself so you may see, and stores do begin yeah. pushing Valentine's Day inventory weeks ahead of that day. For Christmas. But most, <laughs> yeah, most consumers uh, save their shopping for those last-minute ones. Candy, the most popular gift. There's uh, cards coming in second place. The one thing I will say is cards get really slim pickings. Yeah. If you wait till the last day, the other stuff, you're probably pretty good to get flowers or chocolates or things like, like that. I, I was joking yesterday because you were you were saying, you know, you can do this very early. You can plan ahead. And I was like, well, that's why I buy my flowers on January 2nd. Uh, they're always dead by the time you get to Valentine's <laughs> Day. So with flowers, it makes perfect sense. And, and by the way, I, I think it's just entertaining. Like, I almost miss those days when I would go at five o'clock on Valentine's Day and I'd be in line and every guy would be looking at each other going like, uh, you forgot too? I'm like, no, I didn't forget. I just planned it. Like, and the guy's like, I totally forgot. I was here to buy chips and I saw everyone in line. I thought, oh, you know, and it's, it's just, it's this weird kind of like clueless man bonding moment, at least in my experience. It's very similar well, to, it's very similar to. to be to, fair, I don't think it's just the men. I think that women mm. might have that moment, too, where they're they like, might. oh, crap, I got to get saying. the card. Hey, I didn't have a card ahead of time. I got one yesterday. Well, you're very manly, is what I'm I saying. I made my reservations <laughs> like three weeks in advance yeah. for a restaurant, but um, knowing that that's right. not something you're going to find. I, so I went to a restaurant yesterday, and it was just funny. Somebody in front of me, the couple came in, and they wanted um, a seat and had no reservations. And they were told that. Right. Like, hey, like it's busy. And, and the one was like looking over like, well, what about that? And they're like reservations. Like, <laughs> like there was an open table, but someone's yeah. coming. And then they put them somewhere else. But there might be people sitting next to them. And then they got up and left. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, it's not easy. Some places you may be able to pop in there, but most, uh, you know, finer dining kind of places, you're going to need to do that 
pretty much ahead of time. Yeah, speaking of um, uh, finer dining uh, for our, our Valentine's Day, we uh, hit, hit the store. We picked up uh, McDonald's for the kids. My wife and I, we made a homemade uh, pasta, and uh, we, we went with the brand name spaghetti sauce in the can. It was nice. Okay. And we had uh, spaghetti and meatballs, had some bread and butter, and watched NCIS and NCIS Hawaii. Did you do the spaghetti where you both sucked on the noodle up to the, like, the little puppy dogs in that movie? Uh, no, because we're not animals. <laughs> no, if you ever actually tried to do that, it doesn't really work well. I've my daughter I've was really, really big on make, trying to do that, and you can kind of do it if you really focus. It's not. It's the cart. Put it this way: that old school cartoon made it look easy. Plus, dogs I don't mm. think can suckle like that. I, I don't know. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Who knows? All right. No, I did not. Take a break. Hope you had a good Valentine's Day. Were you one of those out there shopping at the last minute? Uh, you can call or text 570-883-0098. You may have heard Brian uh, mention in our news the story of a brutal um, dog attack. And it happened in Wayne County. It's very disturbing. First of all, obviously, the viciousness of this attack. The woman had to be intubated and also had a part of her arm amputated because of what had happened. Um, but what's disturbing is the fact that neighbors are saying they contacted the police or the dog warden, I guess, um, a number of times about problems with these dogs. And it turns out, and look again, you know, the dogs are vicious. Two of them had to be put down, I guess, oh. I guess euthanized after uh, police arrived on the scene to right. two women who were injured. One of them was treated and released. The other one, as we mentioned, severely injured in this attack. Um, but unfortunately, th- this is an owner, it looks like, uh, allegedly, an owner who uh, was evicted from the place. This is a community in the uh, Lehigh Township. It's called uh, the Pocono Ranchettes Community. Right. So she's evicted, and uh, neighbors are saying that um, she left, but she left her dogs in this property, um, left them behind, and supposedly the last time, now this happened on Monday morning, the last time she was there, they're saying, was on the weekend, like Saturday at some time. Uh, How they got out, 
somebody said a door was still open or they able to get out which did she leave the door open and these dogs just went wild and would run in and out who knows um but the neighbors say that these dogs have been out and that they were threatening in the past as somebody else said there was a claim that someone else had been bit um and that they had contacted police numerous times they even said uh, the dog warden had come out at one point i guess and uh, they said that why was she allowed to keep these dogs there are seven dogs that they say according to the scranton Times story she relinquished custody of seven dogs monday to wayne county and they do say uh, this uh, woman admitted to police she owned them and last visited the property on saturday to feed them they mm. say uh, troopers discovered the front door was left partially open that allowed the dogs to retreat back into the residence um, another neighbor said that the same group of dogs bit his sister, came after him recently. Here's the quote. There were a lot of little dogs. They were wild. They would surround you and attack. I couldn't believe how they would hunt someone. Another one uh, who lives there said the dog warden had been called to the community multiple times in the past several months. This all could have been avoided, she said. The dog warden should have never left the dogs with a lady. He knew they were starving. So, again, the Scranton Times-Tribune is a whole rundown if you want to see the story. But what's sad is, um, why was this allowed to continue? It's a question. Is it that they don't have the right to do what they should have done? Is it just that maybe at the time, oh, no, no, they're under control? I, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of irresponsible dog owners on different levels. Most of us complain when someone lets their dog poop in your yard, but it goes beyond that. That's nothing compared to the, I don't people, know. When the it, people who don't. I'm sorry, the people who don't uh, have dogs that are well-behaved or trained and let them run wild. You see this in some places, and it's I'm horrible. under the assumption that if a dog bites somebody that... It's people get involved immediately. Usually. Yeah, usually they do. Right. You report it. I don't know. Did someone report it? You report it. Then that dog has to be held under quarantine for a number of days. You need to um, if there's a problem dog that becomes uh, an issue. That's what I always thought, too. But I feel like there was a story recently where that happened. A dog bit someone and they said, oh, no, no, it's OK. We're, you can keep the dog. I feel like that recently happened in the past six months. And I remember going, oh, maybe it's not a uh, ironclad rule. I don't know. Um, it's sad either way. It's sad. Mm. It doesn't surprise me, though, that the person who got a, uh, you know evicted and decided, OK, I'll leave and leave my dogs, left the door open a little bit. It doesn't, none of this surprises me. It's it goes the dogs. Why not? Yeah. yeah, I mean, a responsible owner would either come back constantly, even though you're not supposed to live there, or take the dogs with you. But this is, it right. sounds like someone who's not. Again, um, look, it, these are allegations, but they do say the police say that they will be filing charges against that owner. So we shall see. I mean, it would it would make sense, but of course, wait. We have to wait for something horrific to happen. Well, sure, and I, before someone actually takes any action. What charges are going to come close to matching the uh, impact of someone having their arm bitten off or lost? And it's not right. going to match. It's not going to even come close. And it's gross and horrible. Absolutely gross. It's horrible. It's true. All right, five seven zero eight eight three zero zero nine eight if you want to call or text uh, your thoughts on that situation but if you have a problem dog in your neighborhood have you had um help have you ever had this situation happen i again was under the impression that especially if, if somebody is bitten you know something is done you can text or call we'd love to hear from you we are in the process of trying to track down mr joe Stedeker. it could be <laughs> Could be a little bit of a yeehaw. He's uh, distracted by himself. He's wearing a cowboy hat, or he was earlier this morning, which not necessarily a good look for 
him. I don't um, know if that's the problem. I did text probably him. Probably not, but it's fun to point see, out. So let me know when he shows up. I mean, I'm going to try to tell him to call us directly. I know that it seems like, you know, yeah. we're supposed to call him, but, you know, it's times like these. I don't know if someone turned down the phone because he gets us off a phone. Um, answered no one there is what he said, Johnny L. So he said he mm. answered. His name I'm is Johnny Lucas. To, There's someone there. <clears throat> just let Johnny know that I'm telling him to call us. He's calling us, Johnny Lucas. Can you hear <laughs> me? So He's old-fashioned. He's calling... Joe Snedeker from WNEP is calling us on the telephone. I think you got that. Let's, let's hope that all works out. But he said he did answer and that nobody answered on our end. So I don't know if that was one of those things where one hung mm. up while the other was I'm answering. I'm not quite sure, Nancy. Else. I know Johnny's holding oh, the phone God. to his ear and... I don't know if that's how uh, we... he should be giving you a thumbs up if we've got him on the phone. So that Do would we be have helpful. Him? No, he's five seven zero eight eight three zero zero nine eight. We shall await his arrival. Sure. Um, meanwhile, I found this interesting a story about the U.S. cities and states where homeowners stay the longest and they're ranked. Um, Hawaii has 36 percent of its homeowners having lived in their current residences for 24 years or longer. So um, what I found interesting, though, is following closely behind, not too far, New York and then Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, by the way, Seneca texted me back. Someone screwed up their phones oh, no. um, and he's rebooting. I'm going to ask him, can't you call from your like cell phone? <laughs> yeah, but then we'd have a cell number, and he's weird about that. Doesn't want me. Have... Yeah, but I have a cell number. What you, do you have mean? a cell I'm number. Texting him, I'm, I'm texting him. I'm texting him right now. I so it's like kid. he's like, we may have to miss because someone screwed up our phones. Hello, you're texting me on a cell phone. Call us. Oh my god. Maybe add son of a b, son of a b. Yeah, Call no, I'm going to try to be Santa. nice. No, don't. We all want to know about his <laughs> gift presentation to his wife. I know we do. Um, but anyway, uh, Scranton Wilkesbury ended up on this list as well. So Pennsylvania, like so the number three uh, deepest roots of any state, meaning their residents live there and stay there the longest. Uh, the U.S. metropolitan areas with the highest percentage of long tenured homeowners, Johnstown, Pennsylvania. There's uh, Steubenville, that's in West Virginia, and Scranton Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Really. Yes. It, doesn't there feel like there's a difference? And I, I, I feel like there's a difference between people who stay in Hawaii, like they move to Hawaii and they don't, they don't leave, and people who are in New York and they stay there and they don't leave. Uh, that probably is rent control. But then I feel like people in Pennsylvania, it's like they stay here and they can't leave. <laughs> can't? Well, we have an older population. Yeah. We have one of the oldest ones, too. Could be a two. And they say the percentage of long-tenured homeowners, which is someone who resides in their homes for 24 years or more. In our market, it's 41%. Wow, yeah. So that's a pretty high amount who stay in their area for a pretty long period of time. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's like that. It's, uh, you know, especially around here, there's fewer opportunities, where I grew up at least, a lot of people, I would see a lot of friends go from like a smaller house to a bigger house. You would upgrade in the same area. Here, you don't see that as much because there's so many older homes. So it's possible, mm -hmm. but maybe that's what, maybe it's just fewer options in some areas. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, it's not like this everywhere else. It really isn't. People are bouncing around all over the place. No stability. Right. Look at the world. It makes sense now, Nancy. <laughs> It doesn't Do make we, sense. Is he calling us or no? Uh, Johnny still has his... Uh, Johnny, is there any action, anything? Uh, I just no. don't want Johnny to keep calling because there's a problem. No, don't, no, I, no, Johnny. Yeah, no, but he's calling they us. They have a problem with their phone, so I told him to call yeah. us. So have you been checking to see if he's calling us? Uh, do we have him? No, are you checking to see All if right. he's calling us? 
Uh, now he's talking to someone. I, I, that whole thing where I was like, someone is, Mary said that? Johnny, he's using a telephone to call us. I don't know. He nodded yes, but Did I don't. Did you see the phone ringing or no, Jason? No, because I can't see it where I'm No, we don't have it yet. Right. So, no, so I did ask him. What's weird is they have a phone system that's internet-based, pretty much like ours in many businesses. So if they go down, they mm. have to reboot. But the problem is you've got a cell phone. So what's the deal with not just calling on a cell phone? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, normally we'll talk with him about... The forecast in this segment. So if you're tuning in for the forecast, we can tell you there's morning sun today. Then the clouds move in with snow showers. Today's high 37. uh, Cloudy, breezy snow showers and flurries tonight. But accumulations of less than an inch. So nothing like much to worry about. Tonight's low 27 degrees. Kind of wanted to know more about uh, this coming weekend uh, with the, the fact that Valentine's Day falls on a Tuesday. This, uh, you know, it obviously changes per year, but... The, I mean, Wednesday, um, a lot of people maybe pushed off to the weekend their plans. That, that's usually what my husband and I would do. You know, we'd go out to eat on a weekend. We did it because no one else, you know, home and uh, I just didn't feel like cooking. So that's why we went. But I just kind of wanted to check out that forecast yeah, this weekend. I don't know who yeah. let us down here, but it's well, tar- I don't their, know. Name, he, their name starts did. with a Listen. J. Either Johnny Lucas or Joe Snedeker. Someone screwed us over. <laughs> Whatever. It's just, this is just too funny for me to even think about that. You know, we're, I'm texting and we're communicating, but no one can make a call. It's crazy. Okay. Um, anyway, we were talking about, uh, the dogs, um, and what happened in Wayne County where these dogs were left alone and, uh, you know, what a responsible dog owner. Um, you're evicted. You leave seven dogs. And I'm confused. She relinquished control of seven dogs, but two were euthanized there. So was there nine in the beginning or, I'm confused about the whole situation, but she left because she was evicted. However, it sounds like she left her dogs with a door open so they could go do their business and wander around the neighborhood now. And if she hadn't been there since Saturday and this happened on Monday, I'm sure they were pretty hungry. And it's just sad because the neighbors had said that, um, you know, that that they had called and somebody texted us officials are stymied by animal rights people who come out in force on behalf of animals people don't come out in force for other people being terrorized i want to know this person who texted us uh, that is not true some of the biggest animal lovers and animal rights people i know are very hard on people who don't treat pets properly so in this case i do not believe any official didn't do anything because the animal rights people would be angry no most animal rights people are very hard on owners that do not take care of their pets and some animal activists are angry when people have pets so i mean you know they don't want that at all so they're looking up that's a different extreme level but yeah, that whole story yes. is crazy. It's just, uh, again, it comes down to irresponsible uh, owners. So we, people will blame. The dogs will pay the price, ultimately. I think you're, right. you know, we talked about that. I, I think that's ultimately what will happen. This case is such a vicious, horrible situation. But Right. I'm, I'm actually surprised, to be honest with you, that if there were problem dogs like that, that somebody didn't, you know, I often you hear people go, oh, if they came in my yard, I'd shoot them. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you hear that, too. Look, uh, yeah. a vicious dog who's biting people. Uh, that's a problem. So if the dog warden was indeed there now, again, that's according to a neighbor and uh, another neighbor who said the police had been called about this numerous times. So right. unfortunately, nothing was done until somebody was almost killed. 
This was all in Wayne County, by the way. It's 7.53 at WILK. We're sorry about this little breakdown and no no Joe Snedeker this hour. Hopefully in an hour we can figure this thing out. Okay, well, let's recap a lot of the things that have been going on. We certainly uh, were talking about what happened in uh, Kansas City. There was a big parade after the Chiefs, uh, you know, victory parade right at the very end. Um, a shooting took place. We don't know uh, what or why um, this happened. A woman was shot dead. She is said to be a popular radio DJ. She co-hosted a weekly radio show on a station there, KKFI. Um, Played local weddings, promoted charity fundraisers. Pretty well-known person in that area. Very sad. Um, 22 other people were injured. Um, NBC News is reporting that eight of them were life-threatening. Shots were uh, fired. Again, this happened uh, around, it was like 3 p.m. our time, I believe, 2 p.m. Central Time. Um, 11 of the people injured are aged between 6 and 15. So uh, three people detained by police in connection. They've not been identified. What were the circumstances and motive behind the shooting? That's unclear. Unclear. A couple of reports, though, said police believe that it did not believe it was terrorism. But as to you know what happened there, still trying to find out. They'll they'll have video everywhere, and they will be able to follow, um, you know the the suspects and where they were and who they talked to and um, you know and get more information. Obviously, they'll also be able to get whatever information they can from them. One of the suspects was taken down by a group of fans chased him down it didn't seem like they were good guys with guns but legs and tackling ability and they just knocked the guy down one guy did and another guy another guy jumped on top and said they i guess they did knock the gun out of his hands as they were in the process of taking him down so uh yeah I, I, i'm very grateful for people who are in the military and first responders but also very grateful for people who have it in them to run toward a problem versus run away, because I don't mm-hmm. know if I have that. My wife is like that, too. But it's impressive to me that people will go, I don't care. I'm going to stop this. Right. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, and uh, that thank God for that, that sure. people were able to uh, get him down. What's weird is uh, supposedly one of them that they interviewed, the one who I guess was the initial tackler, uh, said he didn't know if the guy was carrying the gun or if it was like up a sleeve, but he said when he tackled him, it fell to the ground. And I saw where another witness said there was a woman near the scene as this was all going down, and she kind of moved the gun off out of the way, so obviously he couldn't get it. So, yeah. you know, moved it so the other guys could hold this suspect down until somebody arrived. So, uh, anyway, a very disturbing and uh, just tragic thing to happen. All the players, all the co- people were asking, like, what had happened because, from what I understand, some people went to a nearby restaurant to seek shelter, and there were some players. The coach, Andy Reid, was in there as well. Right. Um, so, you know, there were a lot of people who just scrambled at the time that this happened, and uh, everybody from the team has been accounted for, I guess, and is okay. So, you know, there were a lot of questions because they had just been leaving the stage area at that time. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.